0: to support this podcast go to positive slash donate any amount is appreciated once again positive sarcasm.com slash donate thank you and enjoy the program almost like it never existed but it fucking did so do me a favor go yourself beautiful seacoast if you have questions concerns or comments uh your need for um, any type of video or editing audio editing work go ahead and email me directly through my website positive sarcasm.com in the contact section you can always continue to contact me directly via email positive sarcasm at outlook.com subject posing music subject video editing subject whatever it is i can always uh entertain your requests and not gu- if not guide you into the right location um, this is the last episode of 2023, and there will be a uh, a long layoff um, so that I can take some time over the holiday seasons to reflect on all the work that I've done and think about the uh, future of everything. So um, there won't be any Q&A today. Basically, there's going to be an article about obviously something that upsets me greatly. We talk about the values of that going into 2024, what you should maybe – what you should maybe prepare for, things to expect if you haven't done them already. Um, basically, just if I'm going to leave you with anything at the end of 2023, uh, it should be some thoughts about what you should do just financially. Okay. Um, at least I can provide you with some of that information. But if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can go ahead and hit me on my website, positivesarcasm.com in the contact section. I uh, hit the seacoast this morning. Mm. beautiful sunrise little cloudy but the sun shone through as it always happens to um chase was running around early in the morning uh he got some of those little spur thingies those little sticky spurs on his uh sweater his little flannel sweater that he uh, usually wears during the cold and uh he's trying to get him off he's freaking out but i helped him out so he's okay um so Yeah, got that out of the way, Um, went for a nice long walk by the New Hampshire's beautiful seacoast as usual, saw the sunrise, now I'm back here to record the final podcast of the year. I've already recorded and edited the final, the 2023 gym metal playlist, uh, top five. Uh, It's about 16 minutes long. Um, That will be, that is up. Uh, It just needs a cover. And after I put the cover on it, I can go ahead and release it to the public. Um, you know, it sucks is like every time I put like a German band in there or like electric cowboy or a Japanese band, for some reason, Russia always gets blocked. But I think it's, this started happening ever since the Ukraine war. Um, and my reason for appealing, it was like the Russian people never did anything to me. I don't have anything against the Russian people. And to be honest, they don't have anything against me. They could care less It's always governments that do this, and the giant-ass conglomerates behind them. So speaking of big old conglomerate corporate bullshit, I shall put my coffee down, but not too angrily. So this is a a group, excuse me, an organization that I've kind of looked up to for a very long time. Obviously, they made a couple mistakes along the way, but they made some really smart ones. So, um, IBM, International Business Machines. So they started off obviously like making computers and printers and things like that. And they were mostly a computer company. And they kind of scoffed the, they kind of scoffed at what was it? Either Apple or the idea of an operating software. And they were, they were, I believe it was Microsoft. It was either Microsoft or Apple. Um, the idea of a graphic user interface, and they just didn't. They basically looked at those guys like they were just clueless morons. There was no money in leasing operating software uh, to the general public and to, and to businesses, so they kind of just, you know, snubbed their noses at it. Um, and obviously that was their first mistake. But uh, and honestly, when they were making computers, they were kind of a little slow. As far as like how their operating system, how their computers worked with other computers. A lot of computers were other, you know, they were more, uh, their parts, their operating system. Everything was more fluid, worked better. They were cheaper. IBM, more expensive, clunky. Uh, The only thing they came up with, which was kind of novel, but at the end of the day, kind of useless. Although if you were using a, I have to admit... The only reason for that little red button the little red scrolly pencil button in the middle it was great if you were using gloves because if you weren't using gloves the touchpad was borderline useless to you or if the touchpad was wet or in a moist environment then the actual uh little pencil pad the little pencil thingy in the middle actually worked quite well that was what it was good that was one thing it was good for and then they decided to do more – they started leaning more towards like enterprise solutions and working with clients. and uh, They just went a different direction. And the smart thing they did was at that point, their computer line was kind of dead weight. So they focused all their efforts on enterprise solutions and sold off essentially the ThinkPad universe to Lenovo, which is a Chinese company. Um, Lenovo basically took that – Uh, that IBM platform of computers, stripped it down, made it super plasticky, really, really cheap, and surprisingly affordable. And, I mean, that was great for, I mean, China has the best access to those chipset products, at least they used to, or whatever. And so making an IBM platform more, you know, cheaper, more affordable, more accessible was smarter. IBM didn't want that dead weight, ditched it off, and here they are today, this giant-ass client enterprise solutions company. Now, as they have in the past, I'm gonna put this right over here. And funny as I say this, I'm using a freaking Lenovo mouse. Actually, it's pretty basic though. I had that little tiny little mouse. It was from a company called iCom, and uh, it was just it wasn't working right, so I found this Lenovo wired mouse. Works great, simple. You know. I'm not a freak when it comes to ma- when it comes to mouse, mice, uh, you know, tra- you know, cursors and uh, keypo- keyboards and shit. If it's simple, it works. I'm happy with it. No reason to go crazy. I'm not playing Team Fortress on 4K. <clears throat> that being said, let's continue. IBM has made major mistakes in the past as far as their business ideas, and now they've been caught on tape making. Uh, Even dumber decisions. Now, this whole diversity, equity, and inclusion thing um, supposedly built out of compassion uh, is obviously when it comes to inclusion, you're always leaving a group or segment of the population out. That's just how inclusion works, okay? When it comes to, uh, 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 you know, uh, meritocracy, there's people at the top, there's people at the bottom, and then there's people that tread water, but there's always that, you know, Pareto distribution, Inclusion um, is just we try to accept everybody except for what we perceive as the oppressor. So uh, James O'Keefe, who used to work for Project Merit Veritas, now has his own group called O'Keefe Media Group, also known as OMG, um, had an insider get information uh, from the CEO um, of IBM. They obtained, so IBM also owns Red Hat, which makes like Linux products, they they were the big runners when it comes to when it comes to Linux. IBM owns them. Um, so O'Keefe obviously he's going around causing, you know, causing massive amounts of journalistic terrorism in a good way in my opinion and obtained internal documents from IBM that I guess you could say, you know, kind of trashes on white people a little bit. Whichever however you wanted to find white people, Eastern European, Judeo-Christian, Uh, Norwegian, Scandinavian, Russian, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, whatever. So, Canadian. (laughs) Excuse me, I'm sorry. So, uh, by Christina Lala. Now, Gateway Pundit is one of the companies that is helping break the story. One of the agencies that's helping break the story, but it originated from uh, the O'Keefe Media Group. So, go ahead, read the quick argument. Read the quick article and show you the allyship commandments, which is, well, it's just as silly as everything else I've seen lately. <clears throat> so James O'Keefe obtained internal documents from IBM's Red Hat uh, that reads like a religious text and trashes white people. This will definitely have a skew on it, but we're going to read it anyway since mainstream won't cover it, or excuse me, corporate media and state media won't cover it. Somebody has to. Uh, they released a leaked video of IBM CEO Arvind Krishna admitting to using coercion to fire people and take away bonuses unless they discriminate in the hiring process, which is, um, I, if, in, if true, uh, incredibly illegal. Incredibly illegal. It's a, I think it's a federal offense. So, quote, you've got to move forward by a percentage that leads to a plus on your bonus, Krishna said about hiring Hispanics. And by the way, if you lose, you lose part of your bonus. James O'Keefe pointed out that after pulling ads from uh, Twitter or X for race, quote, racism, IBM chief Arvind Krishna says he will fire, demote, or strip bonuses from execs who don't hire enough blacks, Hispanics, or hire too many Asians. Quote, Asians are not an underrepresented Underrepresented minority in tech in America. I'm not going to finesse this. For blacks, we should try to get towards 13%. So it says Krishna. Uh, so essentially, if you are, if the 13% of the, of the employee population at IBM is not black, somebody's losing their bonus. Um, O'Keefe, Paul Cormier, the chairman of Red Hat, a subsidiary of IBM, says in a leaked video recording that Red Hat has terminated people because they weren't willing to engage in racial discrimination through hiring and promotion. There is – it's quite a claim. Uh, quote, Title Nine of the Civil Rights Act makes it – okay, so it's Title IX. That's what it is. Of the Civil Rights Act – uh, makes it illegal for employers to discriminate on the basis of race in the workplace, James O'Keefe said. Arvind Krishna went on an all staff call going on the defense in response to insider tapes released by O'Keefe Media Group. Krishna lashed out at James O'Keefe and called the leaked insider tapes to OMG a large, quote, a large media firestorm on X. Uh, OMG obtained the internal documents from IBM Red Hat that read like a religious text, the IBM allyship, or excuse me, the allyship commandments are 10 race-based rules employees must observe. One commandment states only white people can be racist. Another states that accept that white people are responsible for dismantling racism. From a different section, whiteness constructs the game, hides the rules, then rigs the game over and over again. Here is the commandments. I actually took a picture of it on my computer, but here it is right here. So the allyship commandments, this is from the Red Hat. Uh, section of IBM, the subsidiary. So your allyship commi- commitments accepts these fundamental truths. Uh, your allyship. Now the O'Keefe Media Group has a uh, what do you call it? Uh, a watermark underneath it, but this isn't from O'Keefe Media Group. They reported this. This is from Red Hat slash IBM. Your openly acknowledges your allyship openly acknowledges privilege and systemic racism, systemic racism exist and it result in trauma. Okay. Um, Never now Systemic racism has existed. A Jim Crow era, absolutely. But that has existed. Okay, if we are gonna keep fucking blowing on this on this trumpet, um there's gonna be a lot of spit at the end of it. Never question the reality of our black friends and colleagues. I don't I barely talk to anybody anyway, so good luck finding a black friend in my pool um no offense just saying like if i don't talk to anybody i mean the only person of color i really associate with is my dog chase um oh and a nepalese kid uh never question the reality of our black friends and colleagues okay fine whatever uh rejects the idea that race is political accept that white people are responsible for dismantling racism understand only white people are racist Knows the black community owes us nothing in this work. Number seven, requires acknowledgement and repair of in inevitable mistakes. I'm going to read that one again. Repra- requires acknowledgement and repair of inevitable mistakes. So inevitable. So like going forward, like forever reparations. Is never rooted in white savoritism. Sees the black community as a group of individuals and not a monolith. Okay. So, wait, you want to see community of people as individuals. Why don't you just see people as individuals? Why has it got to be a community? And finally, does not seek recognition or praise for a job well done. Okay. Um, Well, what does that have to do with the other ones? Why does this even make, why does this even matter to begin with? I don't, I don't get it. I I, I don't understand why this would make any difference.
1: We've just received another internal document from within IBM's subsidiary Red Hat from another brave whistleblower inside the company. You're not going to believe this. We've been reporting all week on IBM and Red Hat's discriminatory hiring practices, and it just keeps getting worse. Apparently back in 2020, Red Hat had an allyship program within the company asking employees to follow certain commandments. So they've turned this DEI thing into some type of religion. Now, I'm gonna read from this slide here. This is given to us by an insider inside IBM, quote, your allyship commitment accepts these fundamental truths. The document reads listing 10 commandments employees must adhere to. If they don't follow the commandments, we have to take former CEO Paul Cormier, who's currently the chairman at his word. Those employees will no longer be working at Red Hat. I could name multiple leaders over the last year plus that were held accountable to the point that they're no longer here at Red Hat because they weren't willing to live up to the standards that we set in this space. Here's an example of some of the commandments. Never question the reality of our black friends and colleagues, and your allyship understands only white people are racist, knows the black community owes us nothing in this work, is never rooted in white savorism, and does not seek recognition or praise for a job well done. One of the biggest complaints about DEI is that it borders on a new religion. Now it's hard to deny there's an underlying religious aspect of DEI when it's literally called the Ten Commandments. This story has hit an unprecedented nerve inside of corporate America with hundreds, perhaps even thousands of DMs to OMG from within companies all over the place saying they've experienced crazy stuff like this. We'll stay on top of it. It's of course a full-time job, merely responding to all the messages that we receive, but the ones with documents and video <clears throat> take high priority. And as always, we'll protect our sources. If you're on the inside, it's group.com or communicate with us on Signal at this number. Stay tuned.
0: Okay. So, <clears throat> let me think here. Um everybody is hiring everywhere. So in two thousand twenty-four, even though unemployment's probably gonna go to around like four four and a quarter percent, four and a quarter percent. Um, even though the price of things is gonna skyrocket every time that the interest rate is gonna get cut by a quarter of a point or a half a point, it's slated to cut for about one one and a half basis points. Um Everybody's hiring. People are hiring for – like there is a police department that is hiring a small police department of just a few cops um, in a nice town in you know about, I don't know, 30 minutes from me. They're hiring for around $54,000 plus $15,000 bonus for anybody who's qualified over three years. So you could be making over 60 – almost $60,000 just to be a small town cop with great benefits, just doing your job, being part of the community. If you don't have, and they also will be willing to hire, uh, and this is for full time, and they're also offering people who aren't certified yet, um, $15,000 over five years, but around the same price as well. If you work for one of these large conglomerates, one of these large corporations that's feeding you this bullshit, why should you have to work there? Like if somebody throws that in front of you, it there is for that that one company that is telling you that you have to sign up for this BS. There are ten other companies out there that are willing to hire you for five to ten thousand dollars more, and will not threaten uh, threaten the jab. They will not threaten you with DEI or any type of you know oppressive inclusions tactics. They just need people to work because so many people after COVID just decided they don't want to work anymore. They have no desire to. They're on some type of programs. They're going back to college, even though college enrollment is, is averaging down. Um, they it, it, For the fact is, is there's so many, regardless of the, uh you know, chat GPT, uh, artificial general intelligence algorithm stuff that's maybe taking over some parts of the workplace, there's Tons of jobs and tons of opportunities for people who just don't want to be in an environment like that where if they even question whether or not this is even a thing that they aspire to, they can just go somewhere else. They can go and do something else. You can go and switch entire careers and within two years be making the same money that you were in a better environment. I mean – We've talk- And now is a great time for you to be considering uh, investing because there are so many opportunities for you to be making money in uh, retirement, in uh, uh, what do you call it, you know, just money sitting there doing nothing, cash management or investing in the stock market. Because the market is melting up because the money printers are going to get turned back on soon. So there is a chance for you right now going into 2024 to make a ton of money, to make a ton of money. And do less work, essentially. Or to do the same amount of work and not have to deal with any of this stuff. So, the 20, I mean, I guess the motto for 2024 is, I don't have to, or I don't want to, or no thank you, or I'm all set. It is, you don't have to put up with anything. Like, Cars, used cars are cheap. I'm, I know, I, I've proven that time in and time out. If you're smart, okay. The the NHSTCA and LMNOP keeps adding all kinds of crazy camera and uh, you know driver monitoring standards to the new vehicles, which only going to drive the price up. Um, it's it, it's just it's too much. It's too much rabbit hole. It's too much negativity. It's just too much. When you're just a person who wants to go to work, do your job, serve the community, invest money, save towards a house, go home or go to the gym, see your kids, make dinner, enjoy the sunset, do all these other things, and yet you've got to sign up for these bullshit allyships. You've got to put up with this fucking Hari Krishnam looking motherfucker who's telling you you have to subscribe to this or you have to do that or you have to meet these goals. No, I don't have to. And good luck to the next person that decides that they want to. Let them eat the bullshit. Let them deal with it. I don't want to. And I've said no before. And I'll say no forever and ever. Because I can always buy a condo for 50 grand down in Fort Lauderdale. Or, well, surrounding towns like Lauderdale Lakes, excuse me. I can always do that. I can always move to where the grass is truly greener. Although the alligators are much larger, but I don't have to subscribe to any of that. I mean, for the most part, it's been ever since I left healthcare. Yeah, that has been a massive weight off my shoulders. I'm not gonna lie. There are still other challenges in my life that I'm still trying to figure out and 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 uh, build on. But the job isn't one of them leaving healthcare and just focusing on what i want to do and knowing that within 2 years i was within 2 years of doing it i was my money is secured i have no debts i don't owe anybody anything nothing i owe no one anything i've given i'm giving all to whom who deserve it but i don't owe a company anything i don't owe a credit card agency anything i don't owe the government Anything, although I'm sure when taxes come in, I probably will. I've committed to giving all to everything that I want to do. And you should too. And if it's not worth putting uh, a a certain percentage of effort into, then it's not worth doing it all. And committing to a bullshit ideology like the one IBM is trying to push on people, like many other companies... And organizations that are pressing down on them. If that's what they want to do, great. But you don't have to work for them. You don't have to strengthen that that DEI uh, beyond woke at this point. It's something far. It's just flat out, you know, it's flat out racist. It is. And it's illegal. If you're telling somebody to hire somebody... Basis on race, religion, or creed, over another person who's more qualified, that is against the title. That is in, that's the Title IX Act. It's a hundred. Is it Title IX? I believe it's Title IX, or is that Title VII? I don't know which one. What was the one with women's sports? But otherwise, the, the the hiring act, 100%, or excuse me, the Civil Rights Act. The it's a 100% against the Civil Rights Act. Okay, if you hire a white person over a black person simply because one is white and one is black and the white person is and the black person is more qualified but because they're black you don't hire them that is a hundred percent illegal a hundred percent illegal if you hire a black person over a white person and you don't even end the white person is more qualified and you're hiring that black person simply because you have a quota of you need 13% employees to be African American, Dominican or just black looking that is 100% illegal. 100% illegal, it is criminal and it is civil. So you can go to you can be taken to criminal court and you can be taken to civil court. 100%. So we already have these what do you call uh you know laws in place. In, in place they're you can't interpret them they're uninterpretable if you do these are pardon the pun black and white pardon the pun but it's black and white if you do this based on this that is against the Civil rights act and you can be held liable for damages and there's no goalpost for this once you go down this road there's no going back you have to cut the head off that snake. going into 2024 there's going to be i know gas prices are coming down doesn't matter i own gas stocks i'm well diversified if in 2024 there could be price spikes there could be payroll spikes there could be uh price gouging houses could go up 20 percent again i don't know what kind of pain you're gonna possibly be facing going into the new year but i can tell you this anything financial that you're facing right now, potentially in 2024, you need to level it off now. If you are five to $10,000 in debt, you need to get rid of that now. You need to figure out a way to consolidate that into a zero, not into something manageable, something that doesn't exist. So if you've got three months, January, February, March, okay? So that's let's say you got $10,000, and divide that by three, you got three months. All right. You've got to figure out a way to pay out in three months, uh, $3,000 a month. That's what you're facing before they start considering the first rate hikes, or excuse me, the first rate decreases. I don't know what's coming. I know that there's that prices could go down in some degree. They are slated to come down as far as core PCE inflation or core inflation. But I can can tell you from what I've seen. If you are not shopping the way I do, if you do not financially live the way I do, okay, rent is still up. Okay, by – rent is still up in my world by 10%. Sometimes 20%, depending upon who you talk to. Gas is still up uh, 20 cents on the dollar. Now, that's if you buy unleaded. If you're buying, most cars are turbocharged, um, or supercharged, or recommended mid-grade. That is still in the threes. So, um, in 2020, gas was 2.48 a gallon. Now it's 2.83. Still up 40 cents. I'm paying around 3.28 a gallon. Okay. Um, ground beef, ground beef is somewhere between 10 and $15 a package, okay? Not for, like, a pound, but for, like, a couple pounds, like, three pounds, all right? So it's, like, three, four, sometimes $5 per package, uh, per pound, excuse me. Chicken breasts, they're up. Vegetables are up, fi- uh, in some cases, almost 50%, excuse me almost 100%. Generally, a little package of vegetables like peas and carrots will cost you like a dollar $1, $1.29. Now they're two. Now they're two. They're peaking over two. Okay, 100%. Eggs, well, the quality of my eggs have gone up considerably. So I'm paying now probably like between $5 and $6 for pasture-raised type, you know, organic eggs. So that idea is moot. But overall, yeah, life has gotten more expensive. Parking has gotten more expensive. It's gone up another $200 for me. But I'm designed, I am f- mentally designed to look for deals. That's the thing. I'm designed for it. You're not. So I'm designed to find storage for my summer car. You know, and I've managed to. Uh, store it for $50 less than I did the year before and the year before that. I've managed to do that. Um, where I'm currently staying, uh, my rent is going up, I don't know, probably like $100. You know, But my living situation has dram- dramatically improved considering that I don't owe any, like I have almost a zero on my credit debts. You know, I bought like a big purchase item recently, but I've already essentially zeroed out that purchase. My credit score has gone up like another 12, 13 points. So I'm in tier one. I'm in, I'm in tier one rankings. I have thousands of dollars invested. I even, shit. I even had a couple dollars left over to buy some crypto. You know, that's, I'm designed to do that. I'm physically designed to survive i'm financially designed to survive i have no college education i have a high school diploma well i have a college education i guess you'd call it but i don't have a college they won't give me my college certificate not the diploma not the degree but my college certificate in computer sciences because of some alcohol violation which i wasn't even a part of and i refused to pay for the fine so fine fuck them whatever so i have none basically I just have years of experience in uh, a a sector of employment that I'm no longer a part of. So I – yeah, I know how to – but I've learned over the years just to do things because nobody else is going to do them for me. You have to start thinking in terms of how am I just going to survive 2024 and 2025? Because there's, when you think about it, what not one year from now, but two, three, four, five years from now, there's going to be a lot of debts due on some of these companies. They have these like these floating certificates of when these these bonds are due, and we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars, due in 2026, 2027, 2028. These loans that they have, and they're going to be due, and that's going to be a shock. To some people, because this is the end of one economic cycle. And we're already the most in debt we've ever been. There are people who did not survive this economic cycle. There are people that are barely surviving this economic cycle. They will not survive the next one. They won't. There are people, lots of people out there that, I mean, Car, yeah, I get it. New and used cars, they've gone through the roof because nobody's educated enough to buy pre-owned properly. There are people out there that took insane loans, 72, 84, 96, good God, on a car. And we're talking not just any car. We're talking like $50,000, $70,000 cars. They're treating them like mortgages. And this isn't the college students that I see uh, near me. It's not them. It's not them. I'm not going to blame them for all the problems in the world. They're college students. They're fucking idiots. I was a college student once. I was a fucking idiot. I woke up at one o'clock in the afternoon sometimes in my underwear. I'm not going to blame them for all my problems. We had a fucking Trump rally here the other day. Nobody got killed. So, obviously, something is doable here. It's not all their fault. I'm not going to blame everything on them. There's shitty teachers. There's shitty deans like the one over at UPenn and the one at Harvard. They're flat out garbage. You can survive them though. But the the question is, is the next economic cycle. Are you prepared for that? All you have to do to be prepared for that is to be invested, have no debts, and have a way out. You got to have an you got to have an off-ramp for life. Because there are people out there that are just piling on to the debt and life sandwich. And when the the collector comes uh, asking for his payment, you're not going to be able to afford it. I can't solve your problem. I can't offer you guidance uh, emotionally or mentally. I can offer you guidance financially in terms of just your own shit to deal with. Okay, And I didn't get here just by... I didn't get to this situation by having any money. I didn't. I took large pay cuts to get down to the seacoast to do that, and I had debts, and I had, after Chase, no retirement. None. Zero. I gave it all up to have him. So what are you willing to do? How much are you willing to sacrifice? As far as creature comforts in order to get to zero. It's not like I'm struggling and you shouldn't be either. Anyways, um, we're going to close up shop for not only this episode, we're going to close up shop for this year. We're going to be taking some time off. We're going to be taking probably could be could be up to a month and a half. I don't know. And that's across all platforms. So you may not see me for a while. Um, I hope you heed my words, if that's even the right terminology. I don't know what's coming down the pike as far as, you know, uh, finance, violence, unrest. I don't know what's coming. But I only implore you to have a way out. That at the end of the day, nobody's coming for you. Nobody's coming for your family. Nobody's coming for the ones you love. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. Maybe we'll see you again down the road. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.